I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me today is Rick DeLisi, lead research analyst at GLIA and co-author of The Effortless Experience. And we'll find out what The Effortless Experience is in a moment. But first, there's an issue that we have to get on the table. Millennials. Millennials and phone calls. They don't like making phone calls. They don't like answering phone calls. Am I being unfair? That seems to be true. Every observation we've made about the behaviors of people and their use of the phone is that it shifted greatly. And the younger you are, the more likely you are to be unused to or unwilling to speak to people in a live phone call in most situations. Big asterisk on the word most there. What we're actually talking about, let's be serious for a moment, is a digital customer service strategy. It's a way for institutions to engage with millennials and engage with them in a profitable manner, of course. What we've been learning is that you really need to separate consumer behavior and psychology into two categories. Everyday, walking around, lifestyle considerations. What do people do in the normal course of their lives? You have to separate that from how do people act, interact, and react when they have some kind of an issue, a problem, something that needs customer services attention, some resolution situation. And what we've discovered is that the psychology of everyday life doesn't necessarily mirror how people act and interact when there's a problem. So for example, you're 100% right to say that the general preference of younger people in their everyday lives is to communicate almost exclusively through text. We've all seen it. We ourselves have all done it. Even if you're way older than the millennial cohort of people, that demographic group, we all communicate through our screens much more frequently than they did five, 10 years ago. That's that's an obvious ob- observation that every one of us can relate to. But what happens when a person has a problem or an issue? Well, if you ask customers, what's your preference for communicating? You will invariably get an answer that sounds more like, I'd rather do anything than talk to someone on the phone. However, when there's a problem or an issue that needs resolution, while it's all well and good to ask people about their communication preferences, and you'll always get an answer when you do, in reality, the single dominant preference of any person of any age, when there's a problem or an issue, is solve this problem for me and get it off my plate as fast and easily as possible. Our book, The Effortless Experience, is very much about that mindset where customers who have some kind of an issue that needs resolution, their number one dominant thought is, I can't wait until this problem is over. And whatever methodology you need to use to solve my problem as quickly as possible, that now becomes my preference. You got to the nub of the matter there. It's solve the problem. Doesn't matter how you do it, just solve it. Fix this for me. I want it now. Yes. So whatever is the fastest and easiest way to solve the problem that I have, that's my preference. Regardless of what I would have said in a survey about my communication preferences, or even what I as an individual would have chosen given a range of options for communicating with a company. If you as a company can convince me that a communication channel or mode other than the one I would have chosen would be faster and easier to solve my problem, That's my preference. Now, how do we get the institutions to turn that on its head and construct a strategy that enables them to do that? 
What organizations need to do is to understand which kinds of issues can be effectively resolved through self-service or through text communication, and then to distinguish those from the ones that would be way better solved through a live verbal interaction. And for each organization, those may be somewhat different, but the more urgent the issue, the more complex the issue, the more likely it is to benefit from live verbal communication. Now the question becomes, how can you transition a customer who would have thought they would have been having an entirely digital interaction into one that has some digital elements as well as some live elements? And then the question becomes, how do you manifest that live interaction? Because what we've really been learning is that while many customers, and millennials especially, will do anything to avoid having to make a phone call to a company, that doesn't mean that they're opposed to the idea of verbal communication. So think about it this way. For the vast majority of customers, and especially millennials, if there's a problem or an issue with a company, what's their first recourse? Invariably, it is to go to that company's website or to log into their mobile app. Once a person has begun that process, trying to solve their issue in self-service, trying to resolve whatever their need is without the necessity to speak to a live person, very often in a more complex issue, you reach a point where you realize, I can't solve this entirely on my own. And in today's world, outside of those companies that are using the DCS model, the digital customer service model, what's your choice? Well, you have to stop everything you were already doing. You have to abandon your entire digital interaction that has already been going on for some number of minutes, stop everything, find the company's phone number, then go through the whole IVR menu, the whole phone tree, wait on hold for as long as it takes to reach a company representative. And then when that person finally connects with you, their first question is always, hi, how may I help you? If you, think you missed out it, listening to the annoying music. Right. Yes, there's that for however long it goes. And for some reason in my mind, I don't know why this is the case, but the background music for companies always seems to be the Pina Colada song. I don't know if that's entirely <laughs> true, but just represents the kind of annoying song that if you listen to it more than once, might drive you batty. But think about everything that just went into that customer's experience. They went down the road of trying to resolve their issue online only to realize they couldn't. And now everything that they've done up until the point where they're finally speaking to a representative was a complete waste of time. And then the representative invariably asks, how may I help you? And if you think about it from the standpoint of the customer, while that feels like such a friendly and innocuous question, it is in many ways a disrespectful question. Because shouldn't you, as a company that I've chosen to do business with, Shouldn't you already know, first of all, who I am? And more importantly, shouldn't you know how you can help me based on what I've already been doing on your website or app? So this is the disconnect that we speak about in our book, Digital Customer Service. This disconnect between the digital experience and the phone experience, we believe is the leading cause of unnecessary high customer effort in today's world. I understand what you're saying, but I'd also argue that maybe you haven't answered my question because from the institution's point of view, how do I solve that? You know, if I'm a bank or a credit union or any organization that has a customer facing business that is going to get the kind of phone calls we've been talking about or the kind of complaints we've been talking about from customers that, you know, X is not working, 
how do we make it what they call in banking the omni-channel experience for customer service? How, how can we get from, oh, I see you've been trying to do X. What do you need me to help you with? How yes. do we get the two things to join together? So in our new book, Digital Customer Service, we speak specifically of the strategy and also the technology that's required to convert what used to be a phone call into an on-screen experience. So again, take it from the customer's perspective. At the exact moment where they realize, I can't complete this issue, or I can't get all the way through this process entirely on my own, and I'm going to need some help. Instead of having to make a phone call in the DCS model, all you do is press a button on your screen, and then an agent pops up on your screen in the midst of the digital interaction that you as a customer have already begun. And then that person is there to be able to help you. And in the DCS model, the representative doesn't have to ask, who are you? And go through a whole authentication process because you're already authenticated through the website or app. And they rarely have to ask you, how can I help you? Because that representative can already see from your browsing history and the most recent uh, interactions that you've been having on the website, likely what it is you're trying to resolve. So think about the difference between a customer and a rep having a conversation that forced the customer to abandon their digital interaction and then start all over again on the phone versus a digital customer service interaction where the agent joins the customer in the midst of the digital interaction that they themselves have already begun. So what we suggest and the line that we use in the book is it's the same exact two people having the same exact conversation to solve the same exact issue. But it's a completely different experience when that live interaction happens on my screen versus through a separate phone call. It's also an interaction which has immediately defused the rising blood pressure that I would be suffering from, from failing to resolve my issue myself online and then having to talk to somebody who doesn't know what I've been trying to do for the last 20 minutes. It's your company, damn it. You should know where I'm up to. You should know who I am. You should know what I need. And you should be there to help me. You know, in a, in a phone-based interaction, it always seems like the company is in charge. You're the customer. You come to the phone tree hat in hand, hoping somebody can help you. In a digital customer service interaction, I'm still the one who initiated everything. I, as the customer, am in charge of this interaction. But if I choose to bring a live agent into my digital experience, they do so by joining me where I am. So that whole idea that we've heard a million times, you must join the customer where they are, meet your customer where they are, that almost is always interpreted as in the channel that they started the interaction. We think that's really only one third of what meeting the customer where they are means. The other two elements are meet me in the middle of the interaction that I already began some number of minutes ago, and maybe at a more meta level, meet me in the midst of my own transition to becoming a digital first person. And when companies accomplish all three of these goals to truly meet their customers where they are, a couple of extraordinary things happen. It lowers the cost to serve customers because those on-screen interactions are invariably shorter and more efficient since you don't have to start from the beginning. And 
it has the very positive impact of maintaining or even increasing that customer's loyalty. So anytime companies can evoke a strategy that both lowers their cost to serve customers and creates a better experience and higher loyalty, that's the sweet spot. That's absolutely key and something that so many organizations forget or don't even think about if they if if they don't have, haven't thought about it to forget about it in the first place because anything that we've described that involves me failing to do something having to start the whole process again on the telephone having had to wait 5 minutes to get through to a service agent i'm halfway out of the door of that institution already we absolutely recognize that the greatest disloyalty risk for any company is when a customer has a problem or an issue. First of all, the very fact that there was a problem at all is its own source of negativity. But then if the entire experience felt like a big fat hassle to the customer or what we would describe as a high effort experience, they're four times more likely to become disloyal. But now there's a solution to that. Now there's a way to continue to interact with customers for the right issue at the right time, but without the need to start the whole interaction all over again on the phone. Rick DeLisi, Lead Research Analyst at Glear, thank you very much.